0: Thanks for joining us for another week of Take Two. And this is literal Take Two because we've been talking for 20 minutes amongst ourselves <laughs> thinking that we were recording and Heidi Hatch screwed it up.
1: Hit the wrong button.
0: Ooh. It's all right. Guys, so we'll we're be back
1: really again. good this Nothing time. Nothing is
0: as good the second time though because we already talked about Ooh. it. I have a rule where I don't like people to talk know you before don't the podcast. Like it, yeah. I like it raw and real. Yeah. And here we are. It's not raw and real.
1: I feel like it could be better.
0: I know. This it could time be better? Time around? Yeah. Okay, I think, good.
1: I feel like it could be better this time around. I
0: mean, we were kind of
2: agreeing, though, so maybe I'll be I more know. disagreeable. All right.
1: no, that's I feel like my I, job to be
0: more I'm sweating now. <laughs> I, I, before I came to work, I was sweating <laughs> like a pig because I was cleaning my house like crazy. And I don't know if you've ever watched Seinfeld, but um, who is it? That he takes a shower. What's his name? Shoot. Anyhow, and he says it doesn't take because he took it so, so soon after showering. The short mm. bald guy. What's oh, his George, name? George. George, George. Yeah. Costanza. So he, Costanza. He takes a shower and he's like a different remember take. This one. So anyhow, I felt like that today, where I was raising and I was sweating to death, and now be, I'm sweating <laughs> to now death it's again continuing. because I didn't push record. So, <laughs> oh my we're gosh,
2: we're relaxed.
0: My shower didn't Here take, guys. Like it it's. <laughs>
2: We're totally relaxed. We're here with, today with Mike Schultz. Uh, Mike yeah. Schultz is here. The majority, um, the majority leader. leader. I did
0: call him the minority leader earlier because yeah. I heard yeah. that that gets at him. So it does. thanks for being if with us, Mr. Like Schultz. I don't like him. Yeah. Oh. He's, He's here in his rope and ride and wear because um, <laughs> you said your family's got some roping and riding to do this weekend. We are.
1: We're, so we're going to Genola. There's a rodeo in Genola this weekend. Um, and Genola, most people probably don't know where Genola is, but it's in Utah County. And a small little rodeo. My daughter, uh, age 14, going to rope, do breakaway roping and barrel racing.
0: Who trained her? Did you or do you send her oh, to no, someone no, else no. who knows better? No,
1: I don't know enough. No, we have, yeah. She gets We have help. people. We, she's into it, she though, gets, right? She is. She's into it. I mean, that's what we should see my wife's list of rodeos. We're hitting all across the state this year. That's your summer. I'm excited. That's our summer. Do you It'll win money
0: for kids for prizes like this? Or is it like the state fair and you get no. a dollar for a blue ribbon? <laughs> uh, no. actually. I she used want, to do that.
1: She won this... Uh, a couple weeks well, a couple of months ago now, but she won 500 bucks at uh, the Tremont, one of the nice. Tremont rodeos. What yeah. do you let her do with it? Is it her money? It's her money. Yeah, She's got to pay her entry fees, things like that. But
2: What does you know. she do with it? Buy drugs? <laughs>
1: she doesn't spend <laughs> it. She <laughs> saves it. That's what good conservatives do. We save our <laughs> I'm money. I'm just Mark. asking. We teach our kids how to <laughs> save money.
0: I'd like to say my son saves money, but he always has Amazon packages showing up on the porch. He's 17. But like things that you think a mom would buy, like right. shampoo or whatever, he just, because he has a check card and he has money in the bank, he buys it. And I don't know is if Is it on his it.
2: account or yours? It's
0: his. He's never had my account. Interesting,
2: because my kids yeah. are on mine, so I am always like, when did I order this and why?
0: No, he orders. And so it's kind of funny. And so I'm like, should I tell him that I'd still be willing to buy that? <laughs> or is this like a good lesson? But today he was up at the crack of dawn. He stays out with his friends till midnight today. He he was at a neighbor's house um, ripping out some landscaping for a few hours and then is working a double um, being a lifeguard. So good, for good. good job, good teenagers. Good yeah. Absolutely. Uh, three day weekend at your house. Three day. Yeah. Everybody. Well,
2: kids are all gone. They're off doing something else. They're camping, actually. So we're kind of doing some hanging out, hanging nice. out, doing Just some errands. Doing we're going to go to a Yeah. We're going to go to a Habitat for Humanity fundraiser. Anybody's looking for something to do tomorrow night.
0: Nice. Nice. Uh, I'm dying to ask this because I remember one time you were telling me about a fundraiser you went to and who they thought was the invite. Were you invited to this and he's the plus <laughs> this one? I have or complained to Mike about this. I
2: mean, let's just say Chris is a lovely human, but whenever <laughs> you're he's married, there, yeah. everyone's like, oh. Chief, why are you here? I'm like, what the hell? You're like he's, he's, my, plus he's my plus one. He's my plus one. Don't even look at him. Mara, Call was was the
1: chief of police of Salt Lake City. That's a yeah, big deal. Uh-huh. That's pretty are cool. Are you saying I'm not a big deal? Oh, Mara's a big <laughs> deal, but the chief of police Come I know on. when you show up, you bring the
0: fashion, although he just naturally <laughs> he, comes with height, so he, he commands actually, he attention does, and he's got some pretty he's yeah.
2: got some pretty fashionable clothes. He's a little out there sometimes. You don't dress him? I, I I do, but he, he has oh. some great clothes. Interesting. He likes, yeah. All right. So you, he so shops for
0: himself. Hmm.
2: Mm, no. I mean, no. let's call it a team effort.
1: <laughs> that's better than, my wife has to dress me. So. Yeah.
0: It's for the best. Yeah, it is so important. It is for the best. Yeah. Yes. All right. got to get into the politics of the week. So um, the CD2 race is heating up. We mm-hmm. finally know that we did not make it to two dozen candidates, which I'm super sad about. 22 candidates. That's compared to 26 when Chaffetz resigned in 2017, which seems like a lifetime ago. Yeah. And um, I feel like I already did this because I did, but I'm going to read the names to you again because you were not here for the first recording of the podcast. And it's a good variety. Like, it's nice. It's several parties. So first up, Republicans. Greg Hughes, his name's first because he filed first. Um, Bruce Huff, Becky Edwards, Scott Hatfield, Remy Cush, R. Quinn Denning, the whole R messed me up. I couldn't say it. Jordan Hess, Kathleen Anderson, Ty Jensen, Celeste Malloy, Scott Reber, Bill Hoster, Henry Christian Eyring, uh Cassie Easley is when we move on to the Constitution Party, and here's the exciting thing, three Democrats, Kathleen Reby, Guy Warner, Archie Williams, a libertarian, Bradley Green, uh, Perry Myers is unaffiliated, Joe Buckman unaffiliated, January Walker back as United Utah, and Stone Fanua as well. So that is a lot of candidates. It's a big film. Yeah. Yeah. And congrats to the Democrats, right? But,
1: yeah, three candidates. I'm impressed. I mean, really, honestly, you get one, maybe two, filing for a congressional seat, and they got three. So I, it'll be fun. They're going to have a good primary. As Mara pointed out, maybe I'll go vote in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Although I don't live in CD2. You're welcome so, to. I am um, yep, in CD2 either. But here's the thing. On the Republican side, I think it's going to be a race in the convention between Greg Hughes and Jordan Hess. And I think Greg Hughes will pull that pull that out. And then Becky Edwards, I think, will get the signatures. I think she'll be the only one that gets the signatures, so we'll go to a primary, in my opinion, between Greg Hughes and Becky Edwards. Greg, I think, of course, will handily win that, unless all the Democrats continue to switch and party switch and go vote for Becky, which is likely to happen, but I still think Greg will have enough votes to take it. So
0: Greg Hughes has been out there, and maybe everyone else is out there, too, but I follow him on Instagram, so I know what he's up to, but... He's really been out there um, meeting with people in person. I don't know how many other people are, but this is a week away, Mara. Who else has a chance where they can get in with the delegates Get those conversations and get the votes, possibly in a week. It's the guys who have been
2: participating a ton in the party system, right? So that is Jordan Hass. He's the current vice chair. He was the last vice chair as well. And he knows the delegates quite well. Bruce Hoff, interestingly enough, should know the delegates because he has been the RNC. He's been the, yeah. the appointee to the um, national party for the Republicans. But I don't know how well known he is to general voting Republicans. I think he's more of an inside baseball guy.
1: Well, it was a little while ago, too, when Bruce was involved in party in politics, RNC. and it's yeah. changed quite a bit since he was involved.
0: I mm-hmm. met him in 2016 when I went to the RNC and DNC, and he was a big deal then, but somehow mm-hmm. he wasn't on my radar until then. Yeah. But, said, you know,
2: he got in early. I mean, it was yeah. interesting. He was pretty definitive yeah. about his race. So somebody is whispering to yeah. him that he's got a shot and at he's,
1: he's a good person. He really is. He's, he's got a chance, but I, I don't think he's going to get the signatures, and he, he, he will not come out on top. Uh, inside so this
2: division. is an interesting, I mean, f- for those listeners who do Inside Baseball, which I think a lot of ours do, mm-hmm. it's interesting as you look at the demographic races, 54% of this district is not Salt Lake County, or uh, the media was actually. Yeah, So that makes it intriguing. I know there's been a little bit of... Um, Active conversations. Party so the, swapping. The mayor of Ivan's is also on the list of people running. And I know that there's been some conversations in southern Utah, particularly Washington County, about, hey, should the person come from Washington County, um, which is really interesting. Yeah. Uh it begs the gerrymandering question in which you say to Washington County folks, well, if y'all don't feel represented by the people in Caseville, then talk to your legislators who persuaded us that, in fact, that was the composition of a district that would be in your interest. And, um, it you know, I, so it's interesting that they're feeling, and I don't know that it'll win the day, and I think this was, Mike knows this, in elections sort of, Issues are really hot for a day or two, and then suddenly they go away, and another issue takes its place. But last week, there was a lot of conversation about does it matter where the person lives in terms of representing? It's interesting because Hess moved to Washington County a couple of years ago. Like I said, the mayor Mm, of Ivins is also. So they they also live in different places. It'll be interesting to see if the delegates end up caring about that.
1: Well, try and draw maps. that. Everybody is equally represented across the state of Utah. I is, will. Is that an argument. It is, is, that is that very offer? hard to do. I am happy it to is, be responsible not, for the next not set of maps. It has nothing to do Mike with Scholes. gerrymandering, but trying to get proper as, uh, representation, one vote, one person, all across the state is not an easy thing to do. I do but remember I do, the
0: governor saying, yes, we did gerrymander, but everybody else does too, I think, after it was done. But.
2: Yeah, I mean, I would totally throw down this argument for any District, but CD two, in which you snake along the west side. But hey, it's now it's now if you your problem. Have you looked out
1: west? There's not a whole hell of a lot out there in the west desert. I mean, the in, I mean, come on! I mean, there is not a lot. County, between, Mike, Western part of Salt Lake County, western part of Utah County, clear to St. George. They I'm just not reflecting back what the end
2: up in with the, the Republican delegates are talking <laughs> about it, and so but, it is an interesting factor in this
1: race. But here's the thing: there's a lot, of, there's a few people throwing a fit saying you got to live within the district. Well, guess what? Mill Creek, a portion of Mill Creek, is in the district. Greg Hughes lives in Draper. What's the difference, right? Now, so, I wasn't even like, talking I, about that because I know, think that's nonsense. But I, I, It is nonsense. It's it's, it's such a it, yeah, yeah, it's nonsense. I you know I can understand maybe someone. Uh, you Know the thought of someone being from Washington County who represent the district, mm-hmm. but I think they're only 25 30 percent of the district, so um, yeah. Well, um, I, but I, we're gonna
2: see, as you said, really soon a week from tomorrow is when yes. the convention races are Mike is only one popping out of convention that's one right. comes out of convention, so you yes. have one, and there's so second a, place a doesn't ton matter, of these guys who are then going to be eliminated. <laughs> Again, Becky and Bruce Huff are, are the most likely people who are, are who the people we've heard may have the finances to signature gather. So there's likely a three-person race. More likely, I agree with Mike, is probably a two-person race between Greg Hughes and Becky Edwards. First,
1: Yeah, the first person inside the convention to get fifty point oh one percent wins. And that's who will go on. So you don't primary. even need sixty percent. You don't then. even need sixty percent. No, fifty percent.
2: So that'll be June twenty fourth, and then we have Saturday. until September fifth um, to consider the choice but for the signatures. The
0: have to be done by July fifth. Am mm, I making I that number right, up? Yeah. Okay. Yes. There,
1: the, yeah, I think there's, there's that's July fifth, which isn't they they that far away. Days, Thirty yeah. days yeah. from when you.
0: Yeah. Okay, and how much does it cost per signature? You think these days
2: it's going to be five to ten bucks to pay. It's a cottage industry, and yep. they know they've got you. Well, that's and so that's two hundred. It's going to be hundred, hundred to hundred fifty, maybe two hundred thousand. You need seven thousand, but remember, you have to over collect, particularly since it's in our party. And then, so many of us don't remember if we signed, and so many of us don't remember how we're registered or if we're registered. So there's an overage
0: cost there as well. Yeah. Um, and we do have to mention that party swapping is still legal until the governor signs this bill from the legislative session. He's in Morocco. Uh, is that going to make a difference in this race, people who are swapping and switching? We've seen it, um, you know, happen before where in the governor's race it probably gave a little more sway to Huntsman. Um, I'm yeah. trying to think if there's any other races where it had any well, it play.
1: Could, it could, I don't think it will ultimately change the outcome of the race, but it certainly it will help Becky Edwards uh, there are people swapping over from the Democrat Party to vote for her. But I, I want to point out that the governor should sign that bill any day. They're in the process of getting the bill to the governor to, for him to It's sign. on a camel's back right it's now. On back. It's on a camel's back. It's on a boat going across the ocean. No, okay. no it's, in a, it's in the air. We do air, FedEx probably.
2: Is that part of the $2.5 million that you allocated was no, the cost the of no, making different. sure the governor signs it?
1: FedEx, no.
0: Right. I'll it's go. Jennifer I've never been to Morocco. <laughs> that would be fun. Um, okay, so the CD two race is all we are thinking about. But there's it's other so things interesting going on, though, too, right? It is. Interesting. I mean, we're going to see a new
2: member of Congress by Chris I mean, like by the holidays. This life is going to
1: change. Yeah,
0: yeah, 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 it, yeah it is. By
1: Thanksgiving. Before right. Thanksgiving, we'll know. The twenty first. Buckle up.
0: You really think we're going to know before Thanksgiving? Because oh, if yeah. you can mail ballots still on the twenty second, it won't and then be they take A holiday weekend.
1: Whoever wins the Republican primary is going to win. Right? I, I wish I could refute that, I but I cannot. I was going to say, they're not <laughs> so, counting like, so That so really, right. <laughs> we'll have a pretty good chance by September. By September. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's true. It's Utah, but you never know. No, I like I mean, to give we, everyone a we chance. We can pretend. It is true. Hey, uh, you guys had a special session, and there was a few things talked about outside of getting this election ready. There was yeah. committee hearings, and I always love to hear the discussions on banning books. Um so in
2: Davis County, don't we all? It is we true. all love a little it's censorship. It's not banning. There's
1: not banning censorship, maybe, but not banning
2: books. Banning would mean that you don't allow it into someplace. Am I confused about what the definition of banning is?
1: It's yeah.
0: I do agree, to, though, that like, not allowing
1: porn in elementary schools is probably a good thing right right i mean it's banning though yeah. right so no, i'd like to hear some of these examples overall.
0: or are they just too raunchy that we couldn't put them on you tv can't, you
1: can't even put them on the air these airwaves you can't even put some of these examples draw on the me airwaves.
0: a picture because you've seen yeah, some you of don't want to see my drawing but so, i have
1: seen some of the examples it's bad like, very graphic
0: like what kind of stuff
1: i don't know i, I don't know what i can say what i can't say this i better is a not podcast. go there do you I, know any children who have read these books the, it doesn't matter if you that they're, they're in the library, question, the elementary right? and the junior highs. Just That's a, a problem. I, Who picks the I don't books think it goes a,
0: into our libraries, which is weird. Cause. I
1: think in theory the librarians, the librarians I mean, do right now. Yes, right? but I mean it, this isn't so much a discussion around the high school because I think mm-hmm. it, 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 this is really elementary school and junior highs. That's is this is where the discussion is falling, and some of the things I think that anybody, I mean, y- you read some of the things that are in these books that have been found in these schools. By the way, many of these books, the school districts have refused to take out. The librarians have refused to take some of these books out. So that's why we have the laws that we're passing to force those books out of the school. Because
2: it's your better judgment than the local parents and Look, librarians. Look, if you can't
1: say it on air, if you can't say, say it, it on, on air, the radio. Sh- can bleak it. Yeah, no. can't say these things, if you can
0: I've read several books that talk about oral sex in them, if we want to say that out loud. Oh, we're, you can say like, oral sex. But they're super descriptive, and I, I'm even like, oh my gosh, like, it mm-hmm. is. Like maybe get that at the Salt Lake it, County Library, but do, I don't know if you yes. want it. And that's know. why I, I said they're not getting banned. You, can you can still go to the public like library, and
1: it out, just not in
0: elementary. It's just sort of fundamentally
2: un-American. I
1: think you're just like saying banning because it sounds negatively.
2: Well, I mean, it does because it is <laughs> because it's banning. Like you're restricting. It, it is yes, banning. It you is can you can own that. Age
1: appropriateness is something we absolutely And you look think at. that
2: the 75 people in your body are better prepared than the parents and the professionals in the local schools?
1: No, that's like, why we hmm. put them in charge of making right, the decision. Right, but then they made a, a decision that you didn't
2: like, and you all went crazy. Because remember, when you're socially well, engineering, so, and people don't do what you want to do, so, then you all go out of your mind. The, and one other thing, I want to just give a shout-out to Davis County, Um, school district. And I've been a little hard on They've had a rough couple of years. And I think they need some reparative work being done. I think the new superintendent is. But here's the one thing that continues to be left out. Davis County is halfway through their process. Mm -hmm. They're completely adhering to their process. They're adhering to the state's process. They're having smart, deliberate, intentional discussions with their parents and the members. And then a couple of hysterical legislators go crazy and amp up this issue and I say could you just let Davis County finish their deliberation they have told you over and over guys we're just halfway through we're just doing the process that you asked us to do and what the objection the primary objection seems to be is you are personally not doing what we find acceptable but the whole point is that it reflects the community davis county should be upheld as an example of doing what the legislature wanted to and instead you all are just like ringing
1: them <laughs> well i don't think the intent was ever to take the bible out of schools i mean that but you had some, some Mike, you that's had the a judgment. handful you had a handful of people that wanted to make an issue out of this Make a decision outside of the school board. A handful so of people are who
2: persuaded you guys to this, pass this oh silly no, no, no. banning this, law. Well, if
1: that was the case, in Davis County wouldn't be coming back in to. Twenty-nine people the have been responsible
2: for most of the banning. Twenty-nine Newtons. That—that's who you're responding to. or twenty-nine people. I guess the we need a good that system.
1: Wait, hang on. The, and that's the <laughs> process that you're talking about is exactly what's going on, happening right now. Davis County is going through the process to appeal what happened, and the Bible will go back into Davis County
2: And why schools? y'all bust in their chops? Why are you doing what? cultural hysteria when well, they're in the middle of their process?
1: Well, look, it was a huge shock. When we all found out, when
2: people didn't do exactly what you told them to do, we didn't tell. Them yeah, to I know ban it's super hard when the dictators the find out that not everybody's no No, Be honest,
1: you talk about the Bible getting banned from schools. Yes, like here we can't even get them to take the porn out of schools, and they're going to take the Bible out of schools. Well, what's Come porn, on? Mike? Uh, what's porn? <laughs> well, what if I can't say it on these airwaves, and it's a lot well, worse look, than the Supreme oral sex. Court
0: has their way, they said it's hard to describe, but, but you, you know, know it when, it when you, you see it. it. Um, And they repeat that on Ted Lasso, but here's the thing. I think schools sometimes don't know what they have in their libraries. I don't know if there's like lists they order off of nationally. I think I've talked about this before, but my son, I want to say ninth grade when you're in junior high going into high school where we live, um, over the summer they have you read some honors books for the honors or AP classes, and they had a list of books they wanted you to choose from. I think you could choose any nonfiction book, but they give you a list to choose from if you wanted it to be easy and pick one of their page turners. And I went through the list, and I was like, okay, that seems offensive, that seems offensive, and we waited till the last second. So the book that we were able to get was Lizzie Borden, and I don't know if you know oh. her. Historically, she was an axe murderer. She
2: took an axe and
0: gave her husband 50 whacks. Yeah, um, or something like and that. so he 90. checked out this book, which was, I think, pretty forensic, graphic, <laughs> yeah. you know, science kind of stuff. My son read it. I was like, this is probably not the best thing for him to be reading, especially in that you read it and then it turns into a year-long project. So you read it over the summer and then there's a bunch of stuff you do during the school year, which I didn't really think through. And at some point on his laptop, he was researching more Axe Murder stuff to build his website for the Axe Murder book. I got a call, actually my husband got a call um, from the principal's office being like, okay, we're concerned about your son. They were worried that maybe there was an attack on the school coming, which all of a sudden we were like, oh my gosh, he's a good kid, (laughs) what? And then we had to think, Back to this book that we got over the summer. You've summertime. assigned him to be an axe yeah. murderer and so then when we told them that this was an assigned book, and we finally worked it all out, they are like, we would never assign this, and I showed them the list, and they were like, because oh. when they saw the other books that were sort of the choices, because I think someone nationally chose all these books that were nonfiction, but teenagers would be like, ooh, because it was kind of like forbidden Girl. information. And so when they found out that this was the list, they were like, what, we're allowing this in schools? I'm like, it's your recommended list. So it just goes to show you sometimes... They take someone else's recommended list, and then they go with it, and then your kid could get in trouble. But that's a really good example yeah.
2: because no one was harmed. It's a teaching experience. Education is good information. I mean, I have to tell you, I think this is much ado about nothing and so cultural
1: hysterical. But it's not hysterical. it
2: is, Mike. This is this is right-wingers librarian.
1: looking for a problem. No, 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 no. It's not because if we're told we can't even discuss you or say in a community You can't name committee a child in a committee who has been hearing. adversely
2: affected by reading.
1: The book was in schools, but we, we're told we cannot even say what is in that book in a public committee hearing. Have because you read it? it? I have seen it. Did I it have make seen you blush? Some, I don't blush very easily, but so I no. read it. You were like, oh, no, oh no, no, no. I, I read, read that I in thought, sixth grade, no too. Way it should, no, there was no way I was reading that stuff in sixth grade. Yeah. There were some moms but, in
0: Canyons District or somewhere that read some of these books out loud, and I squirmed when I heard it. But them.
1: here's the thing. Ooh. Before we pass the law, one librarian could put these books in the school and there was nothing anybody could do about it. So now there's a process to go in place that a parent, if they do not like it, they can say, hey, here's an issue. And there's a committee that looks at it and determines whether or not it should be in the school or shouldn't be in the school. That's the way it should be. Now, one of the problems we found in this is that the, they didn't the do what you school wanted. board didn't have the choice to vote on this before it was banned. So I think this is good on both sides. So many, so many people are, are going gonna... to read
2: the Bible cover to cover now just to see <laughs> what The kids in it. are lining up to check it out because they well, don't King have it in their houses. version
1: has never been so popular. But no, think about this. So now there's a process in place, and we need to make a change that will allow the that, mandates. The school board has to take a public vote on whether or not this book or that book should be in the school. And I think that is a better process.
2: So Gerke had an article today and it, that because pointed it, out. It,
1: then it is the people that are elected making the decisions.
2: Gerke mm-hmm. pointed out that I think it's Granite School District that's $100,000 into this Really good bit of social engineering now. How's it Again, costing them that much money? Because of the review process and how long it's taking, and they had a group of of pretty voracious they they have been going through hundreds of of these potential bands, and they're. Thoughtfully considering them, and it takes sure. a lot of time and energy. And so now you get we're paid saying to read that books. This, Someone
0: should pay No, me the, I don't the the think
2: books. the parents do, but mm. it takes a lot of administrative support, as Mike is pointing out. Mm. And now the legislature is probably going to require more administrative support. And so again, the the, the boogeyman here. Is this vague social sense of these liberals that want children to be in vulnerable positions? Well, and the you, thing is, it doesn't exist. And so, all of this public energy, public resources, taxpayer dollars into censorship and banning is just much ado about nothing.
1: Well, what do you do when you have the majority of the parents that want these books out of schools and the librarian doesn't take them out? I what don't.
2: Do do? I, name a scenario where that's happened. No, Name I, Davis a scenario there, where there is the librarian books in said
1: Davis no, County and the
2: librarian said no. Yes, I will not will take not these take out. It out.
1: Yes, and the committee that's in place still doesn't take it out, and they take the Bible out. That's the so problem. You, that's why certain so legislators are upset.
2: Why isn't that the will?
0: I thought y'all were about local control that's, and local are.
1: government. We are, and that process. Um, is you playing know out better. And working out.
0: This seems like a reflection of what's happened nationally, don't you think, though? When you look over the last couple of years during the pandemic, uh, the government choosing or social media sites choosing what's news, what can be allowed on air, what can't. Uh, This vaccine documentary is not allowed. Everyone deplatforms it. So it seems like, well, um, you know, it seems more that the right wants to get rid of books right now. It seemed like the left wanted to get stuff they didn't like off the Internet. So it's everybody's canceling somebody.
2: (laughs) yeah i mean i don't I don't think this is so much cancellation in this instance. Utah did it differently i mean than than for example, the Midwest is doing right now, yeah. which I think They're going to see some um, legal challenges. I think Utah actually did it in an appropriate way. What we did wrong is we got hysterical halfway through the process. And, like, I'm just telling you, Mike, you guys are listening to these dog whistles, and you ought to just, like, sit there for a minute and let the locals figure it out.
1: That's why we got hysterical is because the locals said, no, we're not going to do this, and no, we're not going to follow this law. Davis County is
2: halfway through their process.
1: On the Bible... Yeah. what about the books that are, were intended to be taken out that are still in the schools
2: like your argument is essentially they use their judgment over mine and that's just not a judgment here's well, well, what i find hard use
1: the judgment to take the bible out of schools and the books was, that have porn in schools are still there
2: oh tell me that's gosh. reasonable nobody wants porn behind in schools. Way <laughs> way <laughs> <behind>. <laughs> i've
0: been waiting to use that forever. that's good
2: stuff that was yeah, really that well done fun.
0: Did you have something you want to say before we wrap up the conversation?
2: Here's my one thing I'd like you to help me reconcile, Mike Schultz. Um, I have found that my biggest challenge in being a minority, an occasional minority in a majority place, is that the major- majority, and it's any majority, like it's not unique to conservatives or liberals or kinds of religions, but the majority begins to think that they're right instead of the majority. And they begin to think the minority is wrong instead of the minority. And one of the things I like about being the minority is it calls me on it. I can tell you the truth of my convictions. I can make a case for support about why I think my opinions matter. But I stop short. I tend to think of the arrogance of saying I'm right. I more say, let me tell you my convictions and what I think happens. What I would ask the majority, and in fact the majority leader, to take Ooh. a check on is just because there's more of you doesn't mean you're right. And differentiating between the arrogance of assuming you're correct versus you do reflect the ma- the majority of people, and that should be respected. The majority of people should be respected. But it doesn't mean you're right. It doesn't mean you're superior, and it doesn't mean you're morally higher than other
1: people. Well, and I think I understand what you're saying, but because there are, and we have to be respectful, that there are differences of opinion. Legit but, differences of opinion. Well, we can all argue whether or not they're <laughs> legit. But there Ooh, are a sick di- bird. <laughs> See, I mean that was the there whole point of are my speech. Differences of opinion. And I think we do recognize that, but it's important also to recognize that we are elected by the majority of the citizens of the state of the Utah that expect us to uphold what their values are, yeah. and so that's what we're trying. But they to
2: do. didn't tell you to. You're not elected to do everything by the by. That's why you guys have nice little district numbers. You're not all things to all people.
1: Well, uh, but when you read the Constitution, it is our job to set the policy of the state.
0: Section two, Article four, all power political powers held in the hands of the people talk nerdy to me right all right let's talk about going to prison for a minute here oh good Uh, Brian Redd the new executive director of the Department of Corrections uh, sworn in this week the big question is though can he get probation and parole up to snuff because it seems like they've had problems Wendy Halloran here at KUTV has been doing a lot of stories which I'm sure that is not fun to be under the microscope but it seems like we have a problem with. Our probation and parole, about people going through the right process and how to make this work. Because we live in a society where we want to give people second chances, but sometimes these third, fourth, fifth, sixth chances are wrecking people's lives. Um, is this something that he can do, or is this not a job for one man, and the whole system just needs to fall in line?
1: He has his job, I mean, he has a work cut out. There is no doubt about it. I know Brian Nelson, the last guy that tried this, and uh, he's a great person. I actually thought he could get it done, um, and uh, for whatever reason, it didn't happen. Well, I know what it is. There's a middle management problem. They are not listening to the leadership. And so when you have the leadership trying to go one way, and Brian certainly was trying to get it reformed and get everything taken care of, but when you have middle management pushing back just saying, basically, screw you, we're not doing it, uh, that's a problem. And so he's going to have to go in there, he's going to have to clean house, which is not going to be easy because we have a staffing problem uh, inside the prison and the and, uh, APP, but uh, it's not going to be easy, and, uh, but I think he can do it. I, I mean, I'll t- there's a lot of excitement around this guy.
0: That's, I guess, the hard part is it's scary to think about letting people go if you can't find people. And right now we need more people at the state prison than we have already. So, Mari, can this be done or is this the chicken and the egg and we're never going to figure it out? It can be
2: done, but Mike just well pointed out the quandary that is being the change agent leader. You have to accept that you are about to make a lot of people mad and that you are going to be on the chopping block the whole time. I think the most successful leaders during change – somewhat know their fate. And they're like, you know what? I'm still going to go in. Where he will be successful is if he's crystal clear about his standards. And if his standard is as an APP person, you lie once, you miss a deadline, you da-da-da-da, and you're out, he's got to insist that that happens. Because the lackadaisicalness is what Mike is talking about, in which long-term bureaucrats sort of mid-level management takes over Um, sometimes it's not egregious, it's just not a high enough standard. And the net out effect is what Wendy's been talking about. I mean, some really bad people have been released, but he's got this, I hope he can rise high enough. I hope there are leaders outside his world that will say to him we get how hard this is because he is going to make a ton of people mad yep. which means there's potential hr lawsuits that means there's certainly a ton of people griping and complaining about him but he's got a clean house a little bit in order to get this back but on But he
0: can cause he, he can go back to goldman sachs where he came from when he gets done if they're like okay we hate you you're out but he can go in there yeah. but you have to be when you learn in parenting like you said you can't tell your kids that they can't do anything and then just let them because right yeah then they can get away with anything well, they
1: want. And I think he's got a better shot because there has been a lot of publicity around the problems going yeah. on there, which hasn't always been the case. So, I mean, that's kudos to the media for helping helping uh, point out the problems that are out there, which then does in turn make it easier to, for us to solve them and for Brian to solve them. So I think that he's got a little more going for him than uh, what's been in the past.
0: All right, moving on here um, to a favorite topic of everyone abortion. 52% of Utahns disapprove of a 2023 law that would require all abortions to be performed in hospitals. This was passed in a legislative session. This is according to a new Deseret News Hinckley Institute poll. Um, If you look at the numbers, um, 29% strongly approve, 15% somewhat approve, 13% somewhat disapprove. It's a lot of numbers to listen to. We'll put this online. 39% 39% strongly disapprove, and 5% don't know how this is going to work out. Mike, what does this mean to you? Did you guys do a good job in the legislature?
1: Uh, well, so if so, two, two points I want to make. One, this question is very misleading, and I think most people were confused by it because I think there are a lot of people that voted uh, that they didn't like this because they didn't want abortions, period. Because if you look at the next question, 52%... Uh, prove of the law that we passed banning abortions, and so uh, I, I I think it's misleading. So I don't I don't think that's a fair question to be asked. But I want to point out it's not just hospitals, right? I mean that's not if you read how the hospitals are, are uh, uh, defined, it's pretty flexible in who can and can't uh, do abortions uh, for those that are raped, uh, the 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 uh, health of the of the mother. Uh, Here's the, what we're really trying to get at, and I'll just be honest. Planned Parenthood. I think Planned Parenthood does provide an important role to the community. Abortions is not one of them. They have undercover videos of uh, people from Planned Parenthood telling people how to get around the laws, and that's not what we wanted. So. It doesn't have to be in a hospital per se. It can be through an OBGYN in their own clinic as long as they're credentialed at a hospital. So there's a lot of flexibility in the way hospitals are defined. And so I think this is the right way and I don't. I think that question was misleading and people misunderstood it when they uh, made the decision and how they, how they reacted to it.
2: So we're gonna take a little different tact than mm. I usually do because I feel like everyone knows my personal opinion about the government getting in all up in my personal health business of which is none of their business because i am much more qualified to make those decisions so what i like about this polling is i hope it starts to instruct the legislature that we're done with the polar discussion of abortion where we know where utah lands the majority of utahns land when it comes to the hyperbole polarized Mm -hmm. issue that does not mean there's still not a meaningful discussion to have about how it gets enacted. And what you see in both of these results are that they're within the margin of error. And um, you know there's some methodology challenges. This has been a question that has some longitudinal polling, so I would, agree, I would disagree with Mike about the drafting of it just because we have several takes at the same question. But what it does show is hopefully the meaningful discussion to be had is still not, are you for or against abortion, is it good or bad? That's too simplified of a discussion. I do think it's interesting how people interpret the, um, and (laughs) I I will resist the urge of pointing out that Mike said our laws were flexible here because I think that's crazy, but um, but we are decided on that we are going to continue to restrict. What I do think you see the electorate saying is like, "Wait a minute, how do you impl- how, do, how does that get implemented?" And I think that the issue of hospitals starts to move less to the abortion of less to the fundamental abortion issue and more to like just healthcare. So what I hope the legislature sees is you can get off of your soapbox about abortion and maybe show a little bit more technical nuance. To the issues of implied and applied healthcare, and and you can still hold up your anti-abortion yeah. moniker, but I think what this shows is that the electorate is ready for you guys to have a more sophisticated conversation about how this gets applied. Because let's remember that the terms of when and how are kind of still left over from when we were expecting Roe v. Wade to be overturned. And now that it has been overturned, now that we know where Utah is going to land, I would hope on behalf of the voices that I, the voice that I come from, is that still be really nuanced and maybe show a little more compassion about the fact that it is still applied women's health care. And I think that's why you see the difference between the decision that people are slightly making on where something happens and what happens.
1: I, I just think it's a ha- it's hard to put a lot of stock into this poll because it's not accurate in what it was saying. Because ha- abortions can still be performed under the terms set by the legislature outside of hospitals. And so uh, it's it, it's hard to get an accurate reading when it's a misleading question.
2: Well, what so. you do know though, Mike, is that if you all were to move, in fact, in restricting care to just hospitals, Hopefully this tells you that that's not what your Utah friends want.
1: I I think we've landed in a good spot. Uh, You know, we 52% of, you tons agree with what we passed.
2: No, no, you cannot like one of the numbers and not like the other. Like come on.
1: <laughs> come the, on. The no, one my was friend. Not my it friend. Was an
2: you oh, now it, it we've officially question. moved into so much BS <laughs> that I have button? to lift my you
1: boots. Her you were going along
2: fine and me.
0: then you just like I have more buttons and I don't I even know what they say. That's going on here. <laughs> that good button. too, right? I know these buttons have been here forever, and aside from my music, I have a few. I don't know who put the Simpsons in here, but I have them if I ever need them. Uh, Switching gears here, I don't know if there's anything more to be said, but we should note that the Trump indictment's official, it happened this week. We're going to watch and see what happens. And we are all waiting for a few uh, decisions to come from the Supreme Court. They ruled this week uh, preserving a law that aims to keep Native American children with their tribal families, which seems like a good thing. Anything that came out of it that you're like, oh, maybe they didn't think about this? because the Supreme you know, Court doesn't give a lot of What thought. I liked
2: about this decision, it was seven to two. It yeah. was a chance to see Amy Cohen Barron finally write some of it. I think it's, it was interesting to see her. I think this is an issue that Utahns care about because we are Um, a state that has an active Native American um, nation. It's interesting. I'm I'm not busting your chops, but it is interesting that a similar bill didn't get passed in this past legislative session, here nor there. Um, But what I thought was important is how decisive the decision was. Now, some of it was based on standing. So they, they took some cuts at standing, but what they asserted that was important was to say, With sovereign nations, there is um, the ability for the federal government to make these decisions, which was part of the Texas assertion is that this should be a state issue. And you saw conservatives step up and say, "Mm, Native Americans and the sovereignty of them is a slightly different uh, cut at it. And I I just liked that it was a 7-2 decision. I liked that we put down what I think – are artificial labels on the court. I think we too often are applying political labels to the court that they don't own. And this was more about interpretation of standing in law than it was about the politics that we three speak of.
0: For sure.
1: So I'm going to agree with Mara on on this part of it. but not the policy. Part.
2: You're going to agree that the court ruled this. Well, I do. <laughs> I, I
1: th- I, here, here's what the decision was before the Supreme Court: was the law that Congress passed in the 70s a valid law? Right, and that that's the Supreme Court's job. Right, is to determine whether or not the the uh, the, the legislative branch's laws are constitutional. That they got right. I would disagree on the policy. I think there was a time and a place for this policy, and it certainly was when it was passed in the fifth you know, I mean, there was some 78. Yeah. You look, you go back and look at what happened in the 40s, 50s and 60s to some of these kids and how they were taken away from their families. Like that's just wrong. Right. But that's not happening today. I think this law needs to be changed because I think the best decision for the the kids needs to be what is made, not a law making that. And so every circumstance is going to be different. You can't pass a law that's going to be one size fits all. And that's what this does. It's a one size fits all law. That Congress passed in 78 that I think is outdated for today. I think they need to relook at it and do what's very best for the kids. And in many cases, it is going to be put them with, putting them with Native American families. I absolutely agree that's the case. But that doesn't mean that's going to be the right time, right every time.
2: I mean, just to be clear... The Supreme
1: Court and the federal government disagrees with you.
2: But, you know, well said. But well said. I love your argument. That's okay. That's okay. It was, you
1: know what? I agree with it because it was a law that Congress passed and the Supreme Court upheld, upheld that law. That is our government at work, and that's the way it should work, right? Supreme Court shouldn't be dictating or deciding policy. They should be deciding whether or not the laws that are passed are upheld. Okay, if we were
0: betting people and we're waiting on the next decision, I think people are really waiting to see what happens, to see if the government's going to give you $20,000 or not. I think student loan debt is the next one. Uh, Mara, which way do you think they're going to side on this one?
2: I think it's going to be hard for the Biden administration to win the day on this issue.
0: Well, people are mad at them either way, that it wasn't enough money or that it was too much mm-hmm. altogether.
1: Yeah, I, I, I agree with Mara. I think the Supreme Court is uh, going to... Uh, allow that to happen and uh, again that's a coming back that is a decision that should be made by congress
2: what'll be interesting about the decision on the biden to be honest is less for me about the student loan but how much they articulate executive power so i think for me that's the interesting tea leaves that affect five or six other issues is whether because they could choose to take a pass on it but will the majority opinion opine upon executive um, orders will be interesting.
0: I hate executive orders, so that'll be interesting because the thing is is that with every switch of yeah. Democrat to Republican, they can wave with a wand, make it go away, and yeah. sometimes they're pretty life-altering decisions or big things that people get used to, and then when you undo it, it's just a lot of back and forth it's and back and Congress's forth. It's Congress's
1: fault. They have ceded all of their power, the majority of their power, to the executive branch. It is something that we watch very closely in Utah. I hope it never happens. Uh, on a daily basis, on the up of the legislature, we talk about the, the division of powers and we make sure we jealously guard our powers because of what the mess that's went on in Congress on the national side. Because you
0: feel like Congress won't make decisions and so they've ceded power?
1: No, they've ceded their power to the executive branch through rulemaking. Most of the executive powers or the executive orders that come out are constitutional because Congress gave those uh, authorities away or those decisions away to the executive branch through rulemaking years ago. Yeah,
2: and I was gonna say, I mean, I I sort of agreed with your premise that you asked, is that I do think that uh, through rulemaking, I mean, conversely in Utah, the legislature has just been slurping up power. If yeah. I were the executive Constitution. Branch, when I am elected as governor, I'm going to spend most of my energy taking away the authority of the House. You but, can't. Um, you can't. You don't have the Voters, that's absolutely. what the Who Constitution you do that? does. You guys called yourself into a special session because none of us read the constitutional amendments on the ballot. <laughs> I was but, still but, shocked when that passed. I was like, do people understand what they shocked. just did? But oh, one they, of the other ways that Congress is ceding their control is by inaction. Yeah. And the perfect example of that is immigration. Congress still has all of the cards. And you've got these wacky, as you suggest, on both sides of the aisle, these wacky executive rules on immigration. And it's because Congress won't do a damn
1: thing. Yeah. And
2: if they just took action. Election. That,
1: yeah. You're, right. you're uh, absolutely right. Congress needs to act on those things. But i got to come back to the... Uh, citizens given the legislature the ability to call themselves into a special session. I know they session. clearly
2: didn't understand.
1: No, 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 no. There's only 45 days of the year the legislature can do anything to keep the executive branch in check. So you're saying for 10 and a half months out of the year, you're okay with one person making the decision versus 104 lawmakers? I am
2: 110% okay with that. Wow. And I voted against it.
1: I, I, think, you, I think you, I think you create, no, it doesn't. I, think, I
2: can unequivocally tell you I that I preferred it when to the, the governor. the best. Yeah, like a local school district I or, 40, I don't know,
1: We're letting mayors. Local the
2: mayors the are going to be happy to hear the majority leader say that because you're just going to say, mayors, go about your business. You guys are the local government. Don't let us get in your way. We'll just fund some
1: things Uh, for you. Actually, listen, I mean, it's really not the mayor's decision. It's the city council's. It's the legislative branches of government to make the policy. It's the mayors. Who hold the purse
2: strings. Mm. uh, Yeah,
1: the legislature or the legislative branches hold the purse strings. And the mayors outline the the budget in the process. No. They outline it, but it has to be approved by the city council. It has
0: to be paid for, yeah. This has been so fun. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah.
1: I, I think it's a good system. We need to stick to the system. That's the what I'm talking about. We need to stick to the system that was set out in our Constitution.
0: All right. We're going to keep talking about it. Thanks for joining us. And thank you for having this discussion with me twice this week. since hey, yeah, I'm excited. I failed to push I feel record.
2: I like we did okay on the second yeah, time. Yeah, I around. think
0: so. I know. It feels like you can never do it as well as the first time around, but
1: nobody will ever know whether yeah, we were it's better. True. On the were first we mediocre one or, the second? or no?
0: I don't, I don't know. Happy Juneteenth. Yes. Happy uh, Juneteenth to everyone. Thanks for being with us. And happy almost real summer. Coming this way, 90 degrees. Happy Father's Day to all the dads out there. All oh, right. I Just forgot. the good ones. Oh. Just kidding. <laughs> happy Father's oh. Day. I know
2: what's going on here. Oh,
0: wait. That's not the music. <laughs> oh, you did that.